Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping <laughs> fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hi there. This is Fashion Crimes. I'm your host, S, with the most S. My name is Holly Cates, personal stylist, and here is my very best gay and very gay mother, Nolan Meter. I'm back. Nolan, we're in New York City. We came we're here back. for the weekend. So fabulous. The best day ever.com yesterday. Best I mean, day ever. How did it start? Okay, so it started very early for me. I was up and at him by like 8.30, which is a record. It was lovely, actually. No, it really wasn't. It was We'll go with that. We'll go with that. So I came down to your house with these very fancy leopard pants I bought you. Oh, the best. Please look. Can we talk about these pants? Yes. So one of our favorite designers at the moment is Reza Vanessa, which is a brand from... I want to... I don't remember what country. It's somewhere in Europe... And it's a really cool brand. I believe it's two sisters who run it and it's super edgy, but it's crazy fuckballs expensive. Like a pair of pants is like 1500 euros and it's, and it's worth it. But like, if I told you to spend $1,500 on pants, you'd be like, put down the crack pipe and I'd be like, but they're worth it. And you'd be like, go to hell. I do want to say we went to their show last fashion week and it was amazing. I did have an outer body experience, but go I, on. She was like. I yeah. was like, I'm loving this. This is giving me life. I need this. I want that. I want that. And I want that. Well, I was in one of my favorite stores, one of my favorite consignment stores in the city. And I saw them up on the wall, these pants. All right. Explain what, what goes on the wall. and what Explain. All of the designer pieces go on the wall in the store. So there's Dior, Chanel, Prada, Gucci, all of these amazing pieces. A lot of the times models sell them. So, you know, they can buy ramen noodles or whatever. <laughs> and... Oh That's my god! Funny, I saw these okay. pants, and I go. I call Holly, and she's like, "I want them, but don't buy them because it's too much of a risky purchase." I'm like, first of all, bitch, they're 175 dollars. Like, calm yourself. Buy them because if you don't wear them, it's not that big of a loss. First of all, let's get the story straight, okay? I don't like to buy pants from word of mouth, okay? You think they're cool? I need both ass cheeks to fit in. Both ass cheeks. We had the same thing when we tr you try to buy a bathing suit for me. You're like, no, it's full coverage. It's full coverage. I need both ass cheeks to be in, not just one. I didn't realize you meant diaper by full coverage. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I will not apologize that I want my entire butt covered and I am too old to wear a freaking Brazilian cut 
bathing suit. All right. Well, regardless, we're, t- we're talking about the pants. Okay. Get with the program. We're talking about the pants. And so I did not trust Nolan. And I said, they have to have stretch. I said, I will get a measuring tape. And I looked and they had 8% elastane. So they're practically. Which is a lot. I mean, most jeans have like three. Exactly. I mean, that's a lot. So I'm telling her, I'm like, they're $175. And I, she's like, fine, buy them. I go up to the register. They're like, they're not returnable. I was like, so what? And I was like, no, don't get them. Fine. I go home. A couple of days later, she's like, I really want those pants. I'm I know, like, fine, right? I will go back and get them. So I went back and bought her these pants. They've been sitting on my desk for two weeks. So I bring her the pants. She has an out-of-body experience because they fit perfectly. I mean, it was like they were made for me. They're stretch leopard velvet. I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty crazy. But like, I mean, who doesn't need stretch leopard velvet pants? I'm just saying. I, I don't know. So what happened next? Okay, so we had, then we went to one of my other best-kept secrets of New York City, which is the Nordstrom Rack in Union Square. Always skip the Ugh. one in Herald Square because it sucks. The one <laughs> in Union Square has racks of Gucci and Valentino and Monse and Oscar de la Renta. Let's just be clear. Nordstrom Rack in the South and in the Midwest isn't going to have what the Manhattan no, Nordstrom Rack has. Never. So we're at a different level, okay? Let's just get that straight because I don't want people to be like, bitch, I got a Nordstrom Rack all the time. They don't have Gucci. They don't have... Of course they don't because you might be in East Jesus, Midwest, whatever. So New York City is a different level. So they have more designer stuff then like, I don't know. It's so beyond. What it was amazing. And there were a couple great pieces. Somebody thought that there was this amazing $19,000 Valentino dress. And okay, here's the thing. Here's one of the fun facts about Holly is she'll say anything, any dress is too expensive if it's over $500. But if it's Valentino, that just goes out the window. She's like, just give it to me. She like has this bond with Valentino that's like unspoken. It's like she sees Valentino and like her heart starts racing, I think. So she has this Valentino. dress on. And it's beaded and it is just stunning. And it was $19,000. And at Nordstrom Rack, it was $550 because it had been there for so long because it was so expensive. And it was just too The tight. beading It was, was crazy. just slightly too tight. And I was like, it's $500. I know your tailor. And her tailor is, you know. Okay, first of the all. the Yoda of alterations. I would like to say this when I encourage people to dress well. Breathing is important, okay? You should be able to breathe comfortably in your clothes. Yeah, but this Nolan, dress gave me heart palpitations. I was like, I don't care if you can't breathe, lose a kidney <laughs> in your part of your liver. Like, let's take a rib out. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, I will, I will take the rib out right now in the dressing room. No one thinks otherwise. I'm I like, don't think breathing is that important. I really I'm like, don't. it's really tight around my ribs. It's so short. And yes, I can get away with it if I'm standing in a certain position. But the first time I want to sit down, my ass will be on the chair. Bare ass will be on the chair. If I bend over, forget it. All the women in the dressing room were like, oh, girl, it, that is amazing. You should get it. Oh, my God. It's fabulous. Whatever. I said, I'm having trouble breathing right now, and I also can't lift my arms. So that's what a good tailor is for. I still think it would have cost you five hundred dollars to buy the dress and five hundred dollars to have it tailored. You would have been into it for a grand, and for a twenty, almost twenty thousand dollar dress, that would have been worth every penny. But you know, there's something beautiful about just getting the next size up, and I know it was didn't available. have it. And for Nolan to shop for clients, he knows he's like she ain't getting that. <laughs> I do, I do, and I'm like. Because I have like, you know, other clients who have the same figures, you know, I'm like both asked you, like both titties have to fit in the bra. Right. Like, it's, like, not, <laughs> it's not like we can't have one in one out. It's not like a, it's not a, you know, a, it's not a store during COVID, the one in one out policy. Oh, right. It's, not. it's, just, it's we like, can't, you gotta keep we can't both do the, that. And, have to keep the twins in. And, you know, my best is when Nolan's on the phone with me. And if I'm in Atlanta and he's shopping for me, he's like, oh, never mind. You'll never fit in that. Oh, never mind. Your ass won't. I'll, it, it, ain't, it ain't zipping up. 
But when you're in person with Nolan, he that all that goes out the window. No, because you can try it on, and you know what? Sometimes all you need is a little bit of determination and a prayer. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's just a hail how Mary. It works. A hail, nice hail Mary. So we tried on we tried on a multitude of things and spent a fucking hour in the dressing room. And homegirl at the end's like, eh. This is what's funny about you is you'll be in the mood to shop a minute and like loving it and be like, like when we go to Bergdorf, you're like, I want everything, I'm gonna have, but I have to pick because I can't just buy everything. And then one day you'll be like, I'm going to try on 20 things, but then you're just like, eh, I'm kind of bored now. I'm done. I want to love it. And going to coach people, encouraging people, like we said, to dress well, you need to love it. You don't need to say, eh, and you don't need to just get it because it's on sale. Okay. No, that's true. But you also, and we've had this conversation a million times where it's like not every classic piece, like a great black blazer is going to make you shat your pants. But if it's a gorgeous, like, like, like a Dior bar coat, that might not make you shat your pants, but you'll have it for 40 years and it will fit you perfectly. Speaking about shatting your pants, my Rays of Vanessa pants, my leopard velvet Rays of Vanessa pants, shower. Oh, you're like having, you're having, a, yeah, you're having an issue with those. You're like having unhealthy feelings for them. I mean, <laughs> so after that, where did we go? Oh, we went to see my favorite man at the real real who takes exceptional care of me okay explain to people what the real real is some people don't know everybody knows what the real real is it's online designer consignment but they have two concept shops in new york and they're lovely and so the guy at the one downtown i think probably has seen me in there enough (laughs) i mean i think he has a crush on you but whatever no he does not i I love he's so sweet because he like knows what he's talking about which is refreshing because i had a guy before who was an idiot and so one of my clients who shall remain nameless no we all know her we all love her the fab- one of my fabulous friends was like, it's, it's Chanel bag time. And this is someone who's like <laughs> never wanted a Chanel or has always wanted them, but always says they're too expensive. And then this week she said, I'm going to buy three. And I was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> like, queen. Like, Give me your Amex right now. <laughs> and I, this bag she wanted was at the Real Real on Madison Avenue, but I wanted my guy at the Real Real to transfer it downtown so that he could get the sale and also so I could see the bag in natural light. I did. We FaceTimed. She was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, that's it. I was like, perf. So we went downtown, we got a really fabulous Chanel bag, which is now on its way to Texas. And then we went and had lunch with this, oh my God, the douchebag at lunch. This, oh my God, he was I am not mad at him for wanting He was like, this is cashew. He goes, this is almond (laughs) milk. I ordered cashew. They remake it. It's still almond milk. I ordered cashew. I was like, I'm going to push you into oncoming traffic. (laughs) Bitch, it's the same. It's the fucking same. (laughs) Shut your stupid mouth you literally just watched them remake it with cashew milk so if it doesn't taste right that's on you that sounds like a you problem but it anyway sounds like a you problem i would have punched him i really we would've. had a fun time making fun of them but anyway we ate some gi what did we eat we ate at this healthy oh, GI place bread. my colon is thrilled <laughs> it was like a turkey sandwich on on gi friendly my avocado toast on gi bread or, I mean, it was actually bread. it was actually kind, like, it wasn't terrible what the what is gi bread and it's i think like, it's just good for your colon or whatever i, I guess like low it carb or whatever tastes like air jonathan orders these bagels and they're supposed to be like super low carb bagels yes my mom's friend uses them i've heard they taste like roofing shingles it is not okay that somebody thinks it tastes like a bagel and says it's a bagel. It's not okay. I've had enough bagels in my I life. I've had know. a bagel in six weeks because I'm not eating like I you know, like my dad used to say. I don't mind being screwed a, a, a little bit. Don't screw me a lot, okay? Don't say this is a bagel. It's not a bagel. Anyway, that's what it tastes it's like. like. The artist formerly known as a bagel. Ugh. I mean, what an insult. Anyway, so we scarfed it down. Then we wanted to go, okay, so let's talk about, um, yes, there's a global pandemic. Yes, I am sensitive, but 
but I'm not sensitive when there's three people in the store and they go, we're at capacity right now. Yeah. So that's where your sensitivity ends. And I have to try to explain. <laughs> that's where my sensitivity ends. So bitch, you need to come outside so I can go in. I know. Okay? So we went to her favorite jewelry store in uh, Soho, which is called APM Monica, which is like super edgy, but also very fancy costume jewelry, but it's very affordable for what it is. It's not cheap, but it's it's well-priced. It's not crazy. It's very well-priced for costume and it's super cool. And it's nobody makes good costume jewelry. And I said to her, you know, we're right around the corner. She's like, let's go. So we did. And they were like, we're at capacity. And so Holly, of course, gets all butthurt and was like, fuck this. Let's go. I mean, I did, wasn't mean to her. I just was no, annoyed. You were annoyed. So then you, you, you always just go, oh, fuck this. And then we leave. So we did. And then we're going to go to the Met. But then we stopped because Holly is on the hunt for these very fancy schmancy cowboy boots for her cowboy adventures. <laughs> um, so for my birthday, we're going to a ranch. I'm going to a dude ranch. It's been a dream of mine. I'm super excited. So I have to get my cowboy ranch wardrobe ready. Nobody needs Hermes cowboy boots, but they are <laughs> Get up cheap. and go. Bitch, you support me in that. And I you're the one who you showed this. them to me. I and did you're show the one, them to you. You're the one who wants me to get them. Let's again talk about comfort. And so style. the Hermes on Madison was like, we went the other day and they didn't need an appointment, whatever. And this is after I cussed out the guy at the meatpacking because he was such a dick. Anyway, she's like, oh, we'll order them in for you. They order both pairs and we go in yesterday. And Holly's like, Nolan, I can't get these boots off. I mean, I couldn't get them off. I mean, and they were also too small. So we have to order the next size. But oh my God, it was hysterical. She's like, Nolan, I can't get these boots off. Another style. Like whispering to me in front of the sales associate. I don't think I can get these off. I mean, I was schwitzing a storm. She but was here, melting. Here's another style tip. When you try on shoes, you should be able to get them on and off without breaking a sweat or a bone. Everybody has, like when I had hunter boots before I had like fat calves, I used (laughs) to have like my brother like pull them off. Like honestly, some boots, it's kind of nice that you know you're not going anywhere in them. I like that. The point is I was, and no one's like, are you sure? I'm like, am I sure? I just spent seven and a half minutes trying to get the right one off yes i'm sure they're too small beauty is pain jesus christ yeah oh my god also we saw the chicest woman ever who shall remain nameless but in my book she is one of the uh chicest women in the world truly on madison avenue she shall remain nameless but for a hint she has a wing named after her at the metropolitan museum of art and she was wearing the most fabulous gray. I think it was either Mary Catherine's or Christopher Kane sweater, this little Hermes bag. And I was like, I whispered to Holly, I'm like, she's major. Like, you don't get it. And then when I mean, we get to the like, bed, I'm like, oh my God, that's blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know who that is. And okay. then I explained to her and she's like, oh, okay, work bitch. Like, I mean, work bitch. She, like, she's a work bitch situation. Anyway, and I was like, so that made me happy. We were walking up Madison. Oh, wait. Then we saw, then we saw a fashion crime. We did see a fashion crime. We, I could not whip out my phone fast enough, and she was walking so fast. Are you talking about the bitch with the yellow hair? No, no, no. I could not get a picture of her from the back. This is a young person, okay? And not somebody who's like 15. This was somebody probably in their 20s or early 30s. She literally had on, I was so enthralled by her ass. I did not see what she was wearing on top, but she had platinum white blonde hair and whatever top she was wearing, she had on, you know, the bike shorts are back. So, so hello, seventh grade. That's what we used to wear in seventh grade. Bike shorts are back. These were see-through. I don't mean a little bit see-through. I mean completely sheer with 
let's talk about the difference between thong and a g-string a thong is fabric down the crack g-string is a string down the crack she had on straight up see-through chartreuse green bike shorts with a g-string on walking around like her shit don't stink and she had on green chartreuse knee socks with white dansko i think it's dansko nursing clogs uh hashtag bitch get a mirror okay yeah that's tragic that was the only fashion crime we saw after we witnessed that after we picked ourselves up off the grounds and like yeah did a couple rounds of like epinephrine to get our hearts going again (laughs) we went to the metropolitan museum of art to see the in pursuit of fashion sandy schreer exhibit which was major um sandy schreer is a fashion collector, historian extraordinaire, who is like one of the largest private collectors of historical fashion in the world. She has like pieces that were owned and worn by Jackie Kennedy, pieces from famous movies. But she's not a celebrity. She just gets these dresses and holds them, right? Yeah. So she's one of the largest collectors in the world. And she's doing this exhibit with the Met. And it's most of them are promised gifts upon her death. She will leave them to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. We get there. We're waiting in line for like 30 minutes. It was so freaking annoying, but whatever. It was so worth it. I mean, some of these dresses, there was the first one when you walk in is this like, it's almost platinum, but it's almost sky blue Dior, new look style cocktail dress with bows. And it's just phenomenal. It, there's this yellow dress and I forget who makes it, but it's yellow. I have and pleated. the name will, right here. I have the name. It Jacques was somebody. Oh, um, Jean something. I forget the name of it. Jean. Des- Jean. De, oh, Jean Dessez, Dessay? He's French. I don't know how to say that. It's bad anyway. to speak French. But anyway, this dress is, it was the dress that like inspired Belle's dress in Beauty and the Beast. It's the most exquisitely draped yellow ball gown I have ever seen. It literally looks like the Beauty and the Beast but dress. It is like breathtaking. Mm-hmm. It is so, so, I like was standing there for like 20 minutes looking at this fucking dress. Like, so holy some of these dresses, balls. they know where they came from and they talk about the construction and the print and the time era and all that kind of stuff. And then some of the dresses, they don't know where they came from and they say it's either British or French or whatever. They have a whole com- like section in the middle. It's not kimonos, but it's more like beaded Aztec type clothing from the 1910s, 1920s. Yeah. Like, Amazing. And so then you go around the corner. I mean, they have hats. They have pieces like a silver mesh dress. Um, I think oh, it's Roberto. Roberto. Yeah, the Twiggy wore. It's a Roberto Rojas dress. They have like one of the first Chanel evening gowns from 1934. They have and the, the first, first necklace, the first Chanel Gripois necklace that was, you know, and then they have this amazing Philip Tracy butterfly headpiece and these two Zandra Rhodes caftans that are so incredible. Like these are pieces that will blow your mind. Then on the other side, they have all of these beaded original flapper dresses and you see really where the style, that flapper style came from. It's incredible to see it on the mannequin and it really comes to life because you see kind of how the dress moves. So that was really cool. And then you go to the back and there's this whole Moschino section. And I thought it was one of the YSL Mondrian dresses, but it wasn't. It was the, like the Moschino Art is Love Mondrian dress, which is yeah. just as lovely. I mean, could we just, it was so incredible to see these pieces up close and in person. And like, 
I want, I need to like email her and just like say, holy fuck balls, thank you. Because it was <laughs> such an experience to see these pieces, like the yellow dresses in the collection of the Met now. And that dress is all over. It's been in, in the Metropolitan, like for the Met Gala, like it's been in the exhibit. It's like historical. It's a dress that is known around the world. It's incredible. And to see all of it up close and personal was amazing. My one so- complaint were the two douchebags. They were clearly boyfriends who were like planning a party. And he clearly, the boyfriend clearly did not understand that you do not talk at full whack like we are right now <laughs> in a museum exhibition. It was very quiet in so there. It's silently quiet in there. And he is talking like this. Oh my God. Did you see that everybody except for Rose RSVP'd? <laughs> I was like, can I kill him, please? I said to Holly, don't get jelly because he didn't invite you to his party. I don't okay? want to go to his party. It's COVID. You shouldn't be having a fucking party. Okay. okay. Beyond Jesus. Beyond no, that. it was a, it was my pet peeve. He should have shut the hell up. He was talking like he was, you know, at the restaurant after a couple glasses of wine. Have some respect. I was going to say that Moschino is a designer that is very quirky and weird. And he always does really edgy avant-garde stuff. So there's a dress there where it looks like you that he cracked an egg and there's an egg all over the front of the dress. And then the Campbell soup dress, which is the, from the Andy Warhol collection, there is a whole, you know, there's the artist love dress and then the Campbell soup dress. And then there's a dress with a hanger on it that has a dress on it. So that was really cool. That was by Chloe, I think. Well, Moschino is, Moschino is like very surrealist and like, yes, it's just fabulous. Who doesn't, who doesn't love a bit of Moschino? Um, but yes, the head, the butterfly headpiece was to die. And that, yeah, that was by Philip Tracy. I mean, it was incredible. They talked about how they made it and they talked about, you know, how I would wear that came, to Whole Foods. Yeah. How it came into her, you know, her collection. But, you know, thank goodness for people like Mrs. Schreer who care a lot about fashion and want people to see it and they want to share it with the world and they're just not holding it. So it's just, it's just beautiful that she does. It is. It is beautiful that she's opened it up because so many collectors, it's pretty much like, this is a collection for me. And it's so clear that she wants people to experience this and see these incredible pieces. And it's a a lifetime of work, a lifetime of finding these pieces is not easy. They're incredibly mm-hmm. expensive. They're and incredibly they hard to, to maintain. Preserved. They have to be preserved. preserved. They have, they have to, to be, be preserved. They have, they have to be stored a certain way. They have to be, I mean, it's not like, oh, I like this dress. I'm going to keep it and then put it in a museum in 70 years. It just, it just doesn't work like that. But anyway, so thank you to Mrs. Schreer. Nolan wants you to be on our podcast. <laughs> I would die to meet her. She's so cool. And maybe you would one day. Fingers if this, crossed. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could show up on your doorstep and you wouldn't call the front door people to arrest us. I don't know. We, we'll have to roll the dice on that one. So then after that, we left the Metropolitan Museum. For, although we did take a very cute picture of our handbags being friends. And then Holly got her outfit pick going. We went to the store and the fashion books... The fashion books in the Met gift store. Stop. I mean, I cannot with the books. There's I know. I wish we could have bought some, but like there was no way we were carrying those all day. Why fashion matters, you know, quotes and all history and, you know, fashion design books. It's just, I could sit in there forever. I mean, I could just sit in there forever. I mean, it was book. amazing. And so what we ended up doing was after that, we uh, did something we've never done before. And we left the city and we yes. went to our... We went on an adventure. We went on an adventure to our beautiful friend who we love at the podcast, Julie Lamb. Yes. We went to her house, which is in Westchester. 
Yes, we went to her house in Westchester. It was so much fun. Our friend Allison. I might have had a few drinks and I might have made a purchase. She might have bought some jewelry. And I woke up this morning and I had a really nice necklace on my neck. So I know that I paid for it somehow, some way. And um, I'm... Shouldn't go to her house and drink. That's what I should not do. Well, next time I'll just keep your credit. No, that's actually a bad idea. You'll probably spend more. But I mean, <laughs> next time we'll leave the credit card in Manhattan. <laughs> but you know what? It's a great. She bought the most gorgeous Julie Lamb's like signature token NYC subway token necklace. And it is gorgeous. Uh, it is and all Julie wanted to do was take pictures of my chest and my boobs. And she kept pushing up my boobs so the necklace would look better. She's like, oh, sister, it's going to sell like this. It's going to sell. I will. I, it was great. So then we did that. Our wonderful friend, makeup artist extraordinaire, Allison Weisel, was there, whom we love. So we just were like hanging out outside the city. We were in Westchester just chilling, and it was so nice to get fresh air. We had dinner outside. We played Cards Against Humanity. We, we ate magnolia banana pudding, uh, that, which no was one- life-changing. Because I said we have to bring dessert. We can't be those people who show up with nothing. That's so rude. Well, I mean, well, of course, we show up with my pretzels. With Oh, yeah, Holly's pretzels from the Union Square Oh my farmer's God, market that she guys. practically cusses he, out the pretzel guys, but whatever. But honestly, the banana pudding is next level. No one's like, I'm going to get banana pudding. I'm like, okay, bitch, whatever. And then I get the chocolate one because most people haven't had uh, the chocolate one. So I get both and we go to Scarsdale, Westchester, wherever we were. And I mean, I knew how good it was. Everybody I have was. never had banana pudding, nor would I ever buy that at a bakery. I would buy the baked goods. I'll be buying that again. Oh, it's to die for. So we did to that. Die. We had several way too many margaritas. We had dinner. We t- talked. We played with jewelry. We, it was just the best time. It was I mean, so good for the soul. I mean, wasn't that your best, like, it, I mean. That was the best night I have had That was the best months. girls and gays. I mean, I did come home and cry for an hour and a half, but <laughs> it's fine. No, it's fine. Everybody, Sorry, that's I mean, not funny. That's no, funny. I mean, it is. It's comical because, you know, I'm so lucky and so blessed. Long story short. Other than you, my best friend in the whole world, who I love more than anybody else on the planet, and I are not speaking at the moment. And it has, it has truly destroyed me emotionally. Not that anybody cares, but so that's the story. And so last night, I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see a picture and I was like, fuck. So it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm still buzzed from my margaritas and I just see it and I'm like, well, guess, guess tonight's a crying night. But you know what? You pulled through. You muddled through. I pulled through. I'm not dead. And you know what? Someday it will be better. I hope. Anybody who's thinking about coming to New York City and staying out past 10 o'clock, they put a cap on that shit. Okay. We were out with David Yuntif. I know. We had to, we, we, we have to leave this. We have to like leave the city to be out past 10. I mean, the, we were, all the dining is outside as everyone knows. But even though legally people can be at 25% capacity inside, they're still not doing it. So people are still eating outside. No, they can't be until September 30th. And then honestly, so David came to meet us, which he was on our podcast. He's going to be dropped in a couple of weeks. Everybody loves some David Yontev. He is the best. He is a Bravo celebrity. He interviews all the housewives. He's amazing. Fabulous. Well, above that, he's part of my posse. And so I was like, Holly, we're doing this. And she's like, okay. And so he met us for drinks. You know, they did have the ugly lights on outside. I I was like, and that weird bright. old guy kept hitting on you. It was gross. Uh, yeah, some old guy was hitting on and me. And we're like, was... you're not wearing a mask. Can you please get away from our and table? And the best thing about old people hitting on me with it when I was Nolan, I'm like, I tell him he's my son. I'm like, I'm sorry. He goes, can I sit down? I said, no, I'm with my son. He's going to be come back in a minute. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, great. I have a daughter, blah, 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 blah. So I always try to pass Nolan off. You're like, still not, still not interested, but thank you, Glenn. <laughs> 
You still can't sit down, but bye. Bye. No, it's not happening. Anyway, so David said, let's go somewhere else. Um, Wah, wah, wah. We try to go down the street. Nope, we're closed. You can't sit here. Nope, we're closed in an hour. Nope. I mean, we went to four different places. And then David's we're like, guess like, we're calling it a night. <laughs> David's like, we can go to the common area in my apartment. And I was like, are we even allowed to sit down there? He's like, I don't know. He goes, I think I have vodka. And I looked at Nolan. I was like, this is God telling us that we shouldn't drink anymore and we should go home. I mean, and we had like, we sat at Boucherie, had some cocktails. We had a lovely crepe Suzette, which like, uh, everybody that was knows. delish, by the way, which I have never had a crepe it's, Suzette. It's very French. It's like orange and caramelized it sugar on a crepe. Oh, it's fabulous. I love a bit of orange, has to be said. And you know what? Long story short, we've had a great time with Holly in New York and she's leaving me, which is sad, but Thank she'll be back you. next month. And you know, I will be here. I'm here all week. Now I'm going to have nobody here because Allison's outside the city. Julie Lamb's outside the city. Let I have David. Snore, thankfully. Nolan. Snore. Go make some friends your own age, okay? No, I'm not making friends my own age because the last time I did that, I ended up with this best friend who is now not, we're now not speaking. This is a communal gay problem with gay guys that make friends with women who are twice their age because they don't like anybody, anybody else. They only get along with older women. And then when we have husbands, you get upset. I don't see No, I don't get upset. That's different. I don't get upset with you because we talk like four hours a day anyway. So what's the difference? Right. It's totally fine. Like today, I'm not going to see you today. Is it weird that you're in New York and I don't see you? Yeah. But also like, it's normal because I've seen you every other day you've been here. I mean, I've <laughs> compromised all of my time with you, which is worth every second. But I, we always yell at Nolan to go make your friends, some friends your own age. I'm not he's doing like, that I don't ever. want to. No, but it's just not. No, but it's not even like at this point, it's not even an option. I'm not doing that ever again. He's like, if no, I seriously, see- it's not happening. He's it's like, not, once I'm- somebody cracks up in a Bud Light, I got to go. I gotta go. No, it's not even like I'm not open to it because I did. I'm, you know, I made, I made, you know, a best friend my own age. It is. I am like so bent out of shape over it. This this situation is never happening again. I'm never allowing it to happen again. I'm never making friends with young people again. I can't do this. It was too emotionally taxing. And it is. I'm not, it is. People, I'm not the kind of person who cries at one o'clock in the morning. I'm not that kind of person. So it must be pretty like emotionally traumatic. I'm not touching this shit again. Like no, uh-uh, I'm it's sorry. It's not your fault that. You're 90 years old in a 20. It's not my fault. That I'm 90 years old. That's true. It's not your fault. No, it's true. And you know what? I will be fine. And I, you know, I pray like, and I don't even pray. I'm not religious, but like, I pray every night that like, I'll have my best friend back someday. Everything will be fine. Maybe that's wishful thinking, but you know what? I can't do anything else about it. So right now, all I do is shop and I enjoy it and I play with clothes and that makes me feel better. And you drink in bed. It's so great. I do occasionally. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I promise my poor mother. She probably thinks I'm an alcoholic, but whatever. It's P.S. Nolan is about to go to Dallas to, you know, to be with his very important client, which is great. And we know each other. We are very friendly with each other, but we're really just, you know, acquaintances through Nolan. And he's like, you should just come. You can stay at her house. She's not going to care. It's totally fine. I'm like, first of all, that's very sweet, but she would have to invite me personally, but I'm not just going to show up at her doorstep. No, 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 and, no. And she wouldn't. I would say, I think Chloe's going to want to come to Dallas. She'd be like, oh my God, come and have her come stay here. We'll have so much fun. Uh, that's very kind. But she- that's just her personality. She's lovely. I know. I know. But you know, we are in friendly competition and I'm like, bitch better not come after my crown. And Nolan's like, please, whatever. And every time I make another girlfriend, Nolan's like, Bitch, better not come after my crown. <laughs> I know. We're very jealous. It's We're delightfully codependent. It's so inappropriate. Delightfully. Like I said, I have a friend in my building. He's like, who is this person? Where is she? What does she do? And why do I care? 
And when, when can I meet her? When can I scope when her can out? I meet her? I'm like, she's a friend my age. Okay. Start drinking the Kool-Aid. Start. And she's, people. and I'm sure she's lovely, but she, like, she I'm is sure lovely. she's lovely. But that's the sad thing about COVID is that when you were in the dorm, you were meeting, you were like, oh my God, I met new friends, you know, today I had some, some kids that whatever we went out to dinner and you were always like around. Yeah, I have no interest though, but I have no interest. I love how I like, you know, I love being separate and away from everybody. I don't need it. I don't want it. I have no interest. Zero. I just have no interest. It's fine. Right. I'm great. No, really, I'm great. I'm having a great time. I love New York and I'm much, so much happier to be here than anywhere else in the world. But you know what? I'm fine. Okay, I don't you want any more friends. I don't need any more friends. I'm good. I'm tapping okay. out. I am tapping out. I have, you know, <laughs> tapping I'm, out. I'm, I'm tapping very out. lucky. I'm tapping out. You know what? All I need to get by is like, you know, a weekly visit to Bergdorf's, some Adderall and like a good, a good cry session. No, I'm really joking. So the coronavirus sales have continued. Nolan, what can we expect for holiday? I mean, I'm hoping a big orange box for you at some point, but you know, I'm that, maybe that's wishful thinking. Personally, I'm talking about what can you tell our listeners about the sales and about them shopping for holiday? What well, things are recommend? cheap. Things are cheap now. Things are going to be cheap then. Just you know, Isn't go for now it. Now a good time to buy a bathing suit right now. Yeah, but who cares? Nobody's going anywhere with a beach. I'm just saying if people need bathing suits, this is a time to buy one because they're very inexpensive right now. Yeah, but it's also difficult because you have to try them on and some people don't want to go into stores. Well, some people don't want to go in the store, but there's a lot of things on, on sale right now. If you have any questions, please email us, hit us up. Follow us on social media, Fashion Crimes Podcast. We're on Twitter. Email we're on, us, text us. Text us. Hit we're us on, up. Hit us in the DM. Hit us in the DM. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere. We can we're be. like kind of annoying. We're everywhere. I know. I'm on. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Pinterest. For God's sake, like Ali Wong says, like HPV. We're everywhere. <laughs> Now I'm working with a social media person. Now we have to be on TikTok, by the way. No, that's not happening. Nope. That's not, I'm vetoing that. It's not happening. Nope. Okay. We're not going to be on TikTok. Happening. Um, we, well, you know, Leslie Jordan, who is going to be on our podcast too, who we're going to get to be on our podcast. Cause we I don't know who so we much. have to call, but yeah, <laughs> I thought I smelled Jan and regret. <laughs> well, shit. I love him. Uh, so Mama and much. them. Mama and them, they, they helped me with my health regime. You've got so to much. taste this macaroni and cheese. Oh, that's just, yeah, that was very funny. Oh, my God. Too Leslie good. Jordan used to be on Will and Grace, and now he's got like an, a mass of followings, and he's this country man from Tennessee, but he is an actor, and he is the funniest person on the planet. Oh, he's great. And he's so funny for doing nothing and just being himself. So anyway, he's going to be on our podcast one day and he's going to get on and he's going to be like, well, shit. I don't know who we have to like get with to figure that no, out. But like, I don't know who you're going to have to sleep with, but we're going to have to figure it out. That's encouraging. <laughs> you're going to make it happen. You're going to make it happen. Okay. Follow us. Love us. Hug us. Be friends with us. Be part no, of don't hug us. It's a pandemic. Don't come near me. Okay. Give us an air hug. You know, give us an air hug, send us smoke signals. Six feet, six feet, six feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, six feet. And I, I mean, yes. Okay. Oh, so quick, quick sidebar, though. Very briefly, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. But regarding six feet, I walked into, I ran into a friend who was sitting with one of the housewives of New York last week. And I walked up to say hello because he told me to come over. And the housewife, who's been notorious for not wearing a mask and not believing in COVID, goes, make sure you're six feet away. I was like, oh, bitch, please. Uh, you don't even believe this is real. And she's not wearing a mask. Oh, okay. And no, of course not. Are you kidding? She's okay. like Satan. Allison, <laughs> Satan she's is satan not going to be on the podcast. No, she's satanic. Okay. Anyway, whatever. 
Regardless. Well, that's another discussion for another time. We're having I- Allison Weisel back. We have David Yuntif. We have some other great guests who don't know they're going to be on the podcast yet. It's going to be amazeballs. Thank you for listening. We are out. Nolan, love ya. Kiss, kiss. I'll call you in five minutes. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I'm Holly Katz, and you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.